0: your destiny flawless victory
1: All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football Podcast, The Fantasy Roast. I'm your host Ryan Wolke here, joined by my co-host, he's back this week, Chris Schneider, owner of the Grand Poobahs. Welcome back after a victory weekend.
0: Welcome back as in, welcome back to the Final Four. Uh, Because for the 10th time in 11 years, I'm in the Final Four.
1: Yep. Welcome back like, to the final if you four. just
0: gave pass fail grades based off of that, I have an A.
1: Yeah, I'd say uh, you have an A plus. I mean, just absolute domination for the last decade over over a decade now. So, like,
0: like Matt Matt continues to say, it's luck, and I'm not saying that I have total control over what happens to my fantasy team. Okay. But that being said, with 10 that times in eleven years.
1: Yeah, no, that's great, and you should definitely brag about that. But, you know, speaking of Matt saying it's luck, like, Matt just needs to come out and, like, admit to sucking. Like, I am totally open right now to, yes, I am the shittiest fantasy football player this year. Like, I suck ass, holy shit, my team is so bad. I don't understand why it's so hard for everybody else to admit that they suck and you're great. Like, everybody else in the league besides you and Justin sucks. They're damn near 500, and they can make all the excuses in the book they want. Hell, if I I could be making excuses and say that I have the most points scored against me in the entire league because I do, but I don't fucking say that. I just admit that I suck when everybody else no. sucks, and they're just saying, oh, I'm, my team was injured. Oh, my players got released. Oh, I'm better than Wilkie." Well, guess what? You might be better than me, but you're not going to win the Gronk. So y'all still suck if you're not first, you're last, and I'm sick of hearing about it.
0: No kudos I love it well said and and let's let's I want to break a few things down here before we move on Justin all-time record coming into this year was 54 and 42 which was the second highest winning percentage in league history this is his fifth trip to the final four which ties for second most uh, with Alex and um, and he's in the final four as well. Congrats, Justin, uh, fifth final four. The fact is you've only played eight years. So it's actually pretty damn incredible 5 final four trips in eight years, uh, which is also the second best percentage behind yours truly, uh, on the flip side, Ryan has three final four births, which is the same amount as Matt in 11 years. And Ryan has played six. Uh, and 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 yet, Ryan, kind of an anomaly here. Your all-time record is now twenty-seven and thirty-six.
1: Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, pretty bad. Which is,
0: but but you've made the Final Four. Um, you've made the Final Four three times in five in six years. So, and I've got a championship. And you have a championship. Exactly. Uh, I don't understand your team. I don't because you've had one winning season um, in six years, but. You have also all two championships, um, but either way, you're better than Matt. So
1: well it, either way, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean great I do, I do have I do have a bad winning percentage for sure and, and it is basically pretty lucky probably that I got in three final fours in six years. I mean, that, that's luck, but that also is a testament to the league that just about everybody in the league is just basically average or actually sucks at fantasy football because there's always you and someone else who kicks ass and then the rest of the league is right around 500 and you get in the playoffs and then luck just comes into play from there. So it, realistically, nobody besides you and Justin should be saying shit about who sucks and who doesn't, because everybody else is just about the same when it comes down to it, and it's just a nut hair who a nut hair's difference between me and six other teams in the league. All right, and uh, with that, you know we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the playoff preview here coming up soon, but let's roll into a, a week eleven review real quick.
0: All right, in week 11, a big week, really a big movement week in um, our first pivotal game. Let's get these two out of the way. Uh, the Grand Bahs take down the Shockers back in the win column, 93-4 to 73-4. A 10-win season in the books, 10-1, and officially officially locking up the number one seed, a first round bye, and a 10th trip
1: to the final four for the Green Poo Boss. Yeah, and uh, congratulations to you again. You deserve all the kudos for, for putting together an, an excellent team. I know I talk a lot of shit on you bragging and boasting on your team, but you definitely have reason to this year after kind of a rough year last year. So it, doesn't, it has to be a little bit sweeter this year after having the season you had last year, which was kind of an anomaly when you look at it. But once again the shockers fall apart in November Uh, they're back to their losing ways where they can't put up at least 80 points so this was no shocker to me at all
0: awesome and appreciate the good notes it always does feel good Uh, you know especially I never take a moment to not praise my team we had 10 10 win games last 10 100 point games last year We only won six I feel like the opposite's happened this year where we've probably taken a few we shouldn't have but we'll take it to the bank Uh, And we will see you guys the week before Christmas. Joining me in the Final Four for the fifth time in eight years is Team Raiden. Despite the fact that they lose this one, 94-9 to 88-6, Justin still locking up the Trump division uh, and a first round bye and a fifth trip to the Final Four. Kieran staying in the playoffs on
1: at 94-9. Yeah, really, like, this game was kind of like last year when the Patriots lost to the Dolphins in the last week of the NFL. Uh, Just basically certified that Justin was going to get the number two seed, and uh, the fact that he basically played the Miami Dolphins of the league. So, um, yeah, kudos to to Justin for locking up uh, that second seed, and... I really hope that Jared somehow falls apart these last two weeks and ends up in the loser's bracket the other uh,
0: matchup here that we gotta get out of the way unfortunately uh, for you the Kraken take down the Wookiees Uh, 130.1 to 89.1 officially putting a bow on the Wookiees season locking him in at an unrighteous Precedented one in ten start and officially eliminating it out of the playoffs and giving you the Tony Award for 2020.
1: Like I don't think I could have had a worse season if I would have just like drafted and then just like didn't touch my lineup the rest of the year.
0: I, I mean, your team is I mean, your team is bad, but it's not <laughs> one in ten bad. I mean, it's not the worst on paper. It's not the worst team in the league. That's what's kind of amazing about this is I just, you've reached that magical, you know, where I just brought up. I had 10 100-point games last year, won six of them. Taking a look at your team this year, I mean, you are last you are next to last in points. Matt is last in points, but Matt has four wins, and you have one. Points against? You have 1,200 points against. Nobody is even close to that. The next closest is Tyler at 1,165. And in. Third is Alex at almost 100 points less throughout the season, which breaks uh, almost 10 points a game. You just have have had an unfortunate run in every way you can
1: look at it. And you know what? No excuses here at all. I'll completely admit again, I I suck ass, and and Alex really put it to me, a well-deserved win, especially with Taysom Hill as my tight end. (laughs) And somehow I still only score (laughs) 89 points. I don't know how that happens. Probably the only person in America that was able (laughs) to have that happen to them. And. Um, I've always said it, if you're not first, you're last. And you know what? If I'm going to win the Tony and if I'm going to win the Ryan, I'm going to prance around and and dance with that motherfucker because at least I won something.
0: Maybe if you do, now that you have the Tony, maybe you can come up with a trophy for it. And if you win the Ryan, uh, let us all hope that that becomes an actual physical quote-unquote trophy for somebody to have. Uh, So if there is somebody who's going to take these last-place trophies, you are during the league of service by making that a much better distinguished honor. Uh, <laughs> next up, Tiger Kings. My team over the last four weeks stay hot. They blast the Mean Machine one fifteen point two to eighty point four. And for Bryce and the Tiger Kings, they have now don't look now they've won three of their last four. They've won five of their last seven.
1: Uh, and they can totally we'll open out this. Yeah. And uh, for a guy who we only hear from every couple weeks, I mean, he was at least checking his fantasy lineup, so you'd think he'd, he could say hello to us every once in a while. But congratulations to Bryce on no longer being the shittiest team in the league. Um, and I'll I'll take that one for you this year, bud.
0: And then uh, our final matchup from Week eleven, uh, 111, Point four to ninety eight point eight win for team HMB over Coke Gann. Coke Can does not ride the momentum of taking down the last undefeated team in the league with Grand Pubas, who were nine 0 no and are now ten and one. but Matt HMB staying alive in the playoff hunt. one eleven point four.
1: Matt is not yet eliminated. I love this because it just gives Matt hope for one more week. He gets to just hope and pray and sit (laughs) on his couch one more week. Come up with algorithms and and and
0: quantum (laughs) physics leaps
1: all
0: the big worded plans.
1: Trying to give reasoning behind... Quantify
0: luck. Quantifying luck. Yeah,
1: I don't understand some of his reasoning and some things that go on in his brain, but I'm glad we get it for at least one more week. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real man of genius
0: Today we salute you, Mr. Pimped Out Ghetto Car Driver
1: Mr. Pimped Out Ghetto Car Driver
0: who needs a horn when you have a sound system that announces your arrival 12 blocks before you get there? Here I come now. Nothing says success like a $400 car sitting on $8,000 worth of tires and rims. I hope you got insurance. Who needs libido enhancers when you have hydraulic lifts and enough bass to keep the backseat bumping and grinding all night long?
1: He's
0: Crack open nice cold Bud Light, oh guardian of the ghetto, because you put the
1: junk in our truck, Mr. Bud Light beer, and I suppose St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, and now it's time for that weekly segment that we all look forward to. It's Beer of the Week. Is the malted liquor What gets you drunker Quicker What comes in bottles Or in cans beer. Can't get enough of it beer. How we really love it beer. Makes me think I'm a man beer. I could kiss and hug it Beer I'd rather chug it Beer Cut my belly out to here beer. I could not refuse it. I could
0: really use a Beer Beer Beer, beer. Alright, I'll go ahead And kick this off With a celebratory beer Uh The only beer I don't believe I've done on the pod I have a Lagunitas Daytime Uh There's a bent nail Uh on the picture of the can, then the side says, The beer in your hand has achieved what we all hope for ourselves, to be made new again. There is freedom in burning down the house of expectations, <laughs> and it confers an undeniable lightness to being. We didn't invent these truths. They invented us. Okay. That's deep. Uh, that's some deep shit. I didn't want that in a beer. <laughs> All right. Has a soapy smell to it, as most craft beers do. Hmm. I don't really know how to place this beer. <laughs> it's kind of like a... I mean, it's almost like a... It's like an IP and a Pilsner and a baby. Um, hmm. really light but it tastes heavy but in a light way if that makes sense like it it, it tastes like a light version of an ipa okay um which i'm sure kind of has something to do with the name daytime because it's a beer you could totally drink during the day while you're doing other things uh you could probably drink this beer on the job and nobody would know i actually it's pretty comfortable beer
1: you could drink a lot of them like
0: In a row. I mean, it it does have
1: that heavy heavy flavor. Okay. So I don't necessarily know if
0: I'd want to get drunk on these. I totally think I could probably throw up from that. Um, (laughs) A good tailgate beer, a good day drinking beer. uh, And like I said, it could be drunk during the day. You wouldn't even know. Um, But I don't know how to place it. Is it good? Is it bad? I feel like it's good. I also feel like it kind of sucks. Um it says there's freedom in burning down the house, uh, and, and, you know, all these things tie into one team, one person, uh, and this beer, and this Lagunitas Daytime is the Ryan Wolke of beers <laughs> because, uh, it, it probably, it, it's a beer you could drink on the job. You're like, Ryan could drink on the job. Nobody would really know. Uh, you could hold it together. Um, I don't really know if it's good or bad you know we just went over that Ryan has one of the worst all time records in the league but he's also got probably one of the best playoff records in the league um burning down the house Ryan trades half his fucking team every year for no reason at all uh trading I don't know you traded like five players last week and then they all fucking beat you this week so uh, no expectations there Br- uh, burning down the house of expectations Ryan has zero expectations for the rest of the year um, and uh, it's deep this beer you remember it was a deep meeting you're like Ryan instantly made that connection and Ryan's a deep thinker so uh,
1: and then also the picture of the bent nail. you're you're a bent male so uh, overall
0: log- yeah uh, yeah Okay. Um, Lagunitas Daytime, the ride will give beers. I, I can't see anybody disliking this beer. Um, and sometimes it, it could probably fuck you up, but sometimes it's probably just going to be innocent. So
1: there you go. Nice, man. Well, I, I don't know how to take that, but thanks. All right. So my beer is a Truly Lemonade Hard Seltzer Mango Lemonade flavor. I uh, Oh man, it Marty. smells like a. Oh god. It smells like. Danny! It's Danny beers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it smells like an herbal essence commercial. Like, it smells uh, like a girl's like shampoo or something.
0: Interesting. I thought you were gonna say it smells like shit.
1: First taste is, uh. Honestly, all it tastes is lemonade. Like it, like it's like faking the mango flavor. The lemonade overpowers it. Yeah, so like the marriage of mango and lemonade, the the lemonade wins for sure. Um, Five percent alcohol by volume, so you definitely drink a lot of these. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's a nice beer, Um, but like I don't like it enough to enjoy it all the time and for the really the main fact that i'm going to pick this person is because i can't taste shit of the flavor um so because matt has covid and can't taste shit this is the the matt davis of beers um the and the fact that the lemonade um you can taste the lemonade a little bit more um is kind of how colleen was able to conquer covid uh more than matt was So, uh, because Matt's a a big bitch and, you know, I do enjoy him sometimes, but, you know, can't enjoy him all the time. So, those three reasons, truly, Lemonade Heart Seltzer, Mango Lemonade flavor. It's the Matt Davis of beers. Alright, so for this week's random segment, we're going to tie it into Thanksgiving for Thanksgiving week. And uh, because the playoff picture is so convoluted right now and just such a mess... Really, everybody's chasing that seventh win to get into the playoffs. If you don't have that seventh win, there's a lot of head to head stuff going on. Where, I mean, if you lose out and you have six wins right now, you could be sitting in the loser's bracket. And because it's Thanksgiving, we're going to determine who's going to be in that bracket, and we're going to be calling that the kids' table. So who's sitting at the kid, kids' table at the end of the season? Chris, I'll let you start it off and, and pick uh, who do you think is going to be sitting at that kitty table.
0: Well, we already know who's going to be at the head of the table, and that is the winner of the Tony Award, uh, the Tupac of Wookiees. Uh, you guys will get the honor of grabbing your plate first, watching all three games after you've already digested your meal.
1: Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, right uh, there with you. Um, I think the real question is, who are the other, other three? Uh, I, Matt and Tyler are the easy ones. They're both four and seven, and they still have a head-to-head matchup in week 13, which means one of those teams is going to miss the playoffs. Matt or Tyler, one of you will have five wins, which is not going to be enough to get you in. I both these teams suck. Uh so I think the nine seed is actually gonna end up being Tyler. The reason being I think Matt made enough moves um to and I think Tyreek Hill's playing out of his mind. I just think at the end of the day, Matt's team would inch Tyler's team right now. Tyler's team is really just Alvin Cook. And I don't think that's enough to get you there, so uh, Matt's going to get that eight seed because Tyler gets the nine seed. I still think Matt gets the eight, and then the other team uh, in the losers bracket. Taking a look, I really just—it's uh, either Danny or Forrest. And Danny beat me. I don't want to. I just beat Forrest. I'm going to say Forrest in the losers bracket. It's going to be Matt, Tyler, Forrest, and Ryan. That's my losers table, my kitty table, uh, for the the playoff run.
1: Matt, you said Matt, Tyler.
0: Matt, Tyler, Forrest, and you.
1: Perfect. All right.
0: Three three trump teams as usual, one Russian team as usual. That's your losers bracket. All
1: right. So of course I'm going to be head of the kitty table because every family You're has the shots. every every family has that one um, kid you could deem that is just like the piece of shit, that just like is the teenager that goes for a long walk and gets stoned before family dinner and is just like the 18 year old at the 12 year old table and he's just all fucked up at Thanksgiving. So of course I'm gonna be the head of the table because that would be my, that would be my position at the table.
0: All your possessions will be seized immediately by the court and you will receive the mandatory minimum of life in prison. Plenty of time to lift weights and convert to Islam. (laughs) Get out of my sight, you fuck.
1: Next, I am going to go with Tyler. I think Tyler is obviously going to be at the kitty table with me. He's going to be the nine seed. I think then the eight seed, I believe that is going to go to Danny. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna say Danny is gonna be sitting at the table with me there. Um, in the eighth seed. Actually, no. Scratch that. I, I. No, that was stupid of me. I'm. I'm obviously stoned, and it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Forrest is gonna be the eighth seed, obviously. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with the surprise here. I don't think that Matt is gonna be at the kitty table. I think Matt. Oh. I think there's gonna be some crazy things ahead in the next two weeks that matt gets all the help he needs it might be one of those years where he sneaks into the playoffs i think he made enough moves where he's gonna win out and i think jared edwards has a really really tough schedule ahead of him and i'm not just saying this to be talking shit the ex-champ Maybe sitting at the kids table at the end of this he's got to play the kraken and then he has to play the red hot tiger kings and if he loses out he could be sitting at six and five and with the head-to-heads the way they are it could play out where jared is sitting at the kiddie table so i'm going to say jared is going to be the seven seed it's going to be me at the 10 um god dang it i smoke too much pot
0: how high are you how are you no, I said, how high are you? Hi, how are you? This guy was so friendly, Dave. Okay, I am going to have to conduct
1: a pot sobriety test. Oh man, I'm too high for that. Forrest at the nine. The eight seed was gonna be Tyler. Tyler. And then the seven seed is gonna be Jared. So that's my kitty table. Me, Forrest, Tyler, Jared. And that's a really fun kitty table, if you ask me. That, those guys are having a good time together, and so uh, we'll see you in the loser's bracket.
0: It's Thanksgiving, and it wouldn't be the holidays
1: without Heinz. Honey, can you pass the ketchup? Well, I'm just happy that we're all together for Thanksgiving.
0: Whoa, easy there, Greg. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the ketchup bottle. Are you sure about that, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very sure. I didn't cut a fart at Thanksgiving dinner. I wouldn't do that. It's
1: not who I am. Yeah, Dad, we know.
0: It happens every year. The ketchup bottle makes an innocent noise, and everyone thinks you ripped one at the dinner table. They say they believe you, but you know what they're thinking. It's made every Thanksgiving a living hell. Until now. Introducing Heinz Relax the ketchup you know and love without the uncomfortable noise. Now, when you squeeze the bottle, it simply lets out a relaxing sigh. So this Thanksgiving, things will be different.
1: Honey, can you pass the ketchup? I'm oh, sure. Can I just say, I am so grateful to be here. Uh, what was that?
0: That was the soothing sound of Heinz Relax. Looks like this bottle's almost empty.
1: <laughs>
0: kind of sounds like a relaxed sigh. I know. That ain't what that sounds like. Hey, everyone just relax spare yourself from further embarrassment with our whole family of Heinz Relax products glass bottles
1: Uh, uh, uh. mustard Mm. even mayo mom may I be excused absolutely wait where are you going with that my room no put that
0: down the boy loves ketchup just like his old man
1: Heinz Relax
0: now available at your local supermarket must be 18 or older to buy
1: All right, so in honor of Thanksgiving, we're also going to do a Mount Rushmore of our favorite things on Thanksgiving. So um, do you want me to to kick this one off?
0: Uh, You have the honors by far.
1: Okay, well, let's do it. My number one favorite thing is that every single year, my grandma makes this casserole that she thinks is my favorite somewhere along the line in the years of thanksgiving lore it was deemed that this was my favorite casserole and actually absolutely fucking hate this casserole like it's my least favorite thanksgiving side dish of all time but it's just at this point just hilarious (laughs) and i put it on my plate every year a big old mound of it and then I eat everything else and then I spread that around and make it look like I ate it and throw my plate away.
0: (laughs) Which grandma? Uh,
1: It's my grandma Betty.
0: Uh, That's awesome. Uh, Well, that's a great one. Uh, I'll go ahead and and lead off uh, my number one, Mount Rushmore. Uh, So this is a pre-Thanksgiving tradition that bleeds into Thanksgiving. Uh, But for the past six years now, Uh, My wife and I dress up in camouflage a couple days before Thanksgiving, and we go to the grocery store and we do a turkey hunt, and we go hunt for our turkey. Uh, We've got the kids involved now, so this was Charlotte's first turkey hunt, Uh, William's third, and William actually covertly hid on the bottom rack of the shopping (laughs) cart this year to hide from the turkeys, uh, which was a genius move. And then we always name the bird, Um, typically alternate boy-girl depending on the year, but this year William decided that the turkey's name was Truck the Turkey. Uh, But just those little traditions of being kind of goofy and stupid uh, definitely has worked its way to the top of my list for Thanksgiving
1: traditions. That's awesome. no. I always enjoy watching that. That's always a a good thing to be um, getting videos and pictures of around Thanksgiving every year. I love it. So my second one is going to be um, every single year, you know, you eat your food and everybody gets tired, they're watching football, fire's on, everybody kind of gets tired on the couch and starts to fall asleep. Well, I have mastered the Thanksgiving tiredness. What you got to do is you just got to get up, go to the bar, pour a big-ass glass of alcohol, power through the tiredness, and just get absolutely shit-faced. And be the drunkest person at Thanksgiving that's, that's the ultimate goal every year And the only way to do that is You just gotta pass through the tired face It's kinda like on Wolf of Wall Street When they take a bunch of quaaludes And they fight <laughs> off sleeping And then they just get super fucking wasted that, That's my second favorite part of Thanksgiving
0: Doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all I uh, would expect nothing less from you and, and honestly you're invited to my house next year um, we can, we can definitely see this in action. Um, uh, I'll go ahead and, and say for my second, uh, I got to go with, uh, every year right around the time that, that, that oh night game God. starts. Becky, my dad starts a hurt. fire, it uh, so on okay. Thanksgiving puts, you know, it's wood. Like we always have at least a half a cord outside of my parents' house. No. So he's always prepared. The wood's pretty much been sitting there for a year, so it's dry as shit, and he'll throw a bunch of those into the fire, and we'll burn uh, a nice fire for the entire night, uh, and get that nice fire smell going through the house after the turkey's done, and that typically starts after the Cowboys game, so the Thanksgiving fire, definitely number two on my list.
1: Nice, nice, That's that sounds lovely. Uh Number three on my list is uh, kind of like. You're you're on two. No, I'm on three. What was your first? Grandma's casserole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And powering through the tired face. Number three is uh, it's kind of like it's a Thanksgiving tradition like no other. You know, first it began as, you know, the pilgrims and Indians. Um, and then, you know, we had moved into America where you have the separation of powers of church and state. Well, Thanksgiving brings the separation of women and men. The men go to the living room and watch football, and the women continue sitting at the dining table drinking wine and, and bitching about us. And that's one of my favorite things is the men just kind of sit in silence and watch football, and, and the women get to do their thing. So that's a, it's a beautiful thing.
0: Great one. Uh, my third is going to be, uh, definitely my, my go-to combo on Thanksgiving, flannel shirt with sweatpants, uh, you know, business up top, party down low, got to get the elastic waistband to be able to, uh, power through all four quarters of the course in the meal. Um, and, 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 but still love, busting out that flannel uh on thanksgiving so that's my go-to uniform the flannel shirt uh the sweatpants i'll sleep in that shit for two days uh and, and that's when i'm taking my nap uh in that halftime of that cowboys you know got that stupid ass halftime show that should be Creed every year i'm napping in my sweatpants and flannel
1: awesome well that that sounds pretty comfortable Uh, Especially with that fire you've got going You've got a really nice scene going And I'm going to completely continue my trend of absolute chaos on Thanksgiving So my fourth favorite thing about Thanksgiving is the Black Friday videos This year it's going to be epic You always have like the white trash ghetto people Just like fighting over the Playstations and shit Well this year you've got the Xbox, the PS5 All types of crazy deals going on. COVID, there's gonna be some crazy shit out there and it's gonna be the most entertaining Black Friday of all time. You know what's gonna, first of all, you know what's gonna happen this year on a Black Friday video? Instead of like somebody getting trampled Or somebody getting punched over, like, getting the last available DVD that's $2.99. This year, there's going to be a motherfucker that's fighting over the last PS5. And he's going to take his mask off and start coughing in people's faces.
0: (laughs) Spreading COVID. Genius. Genius tactic. It's going to be countered with the uh, with with definitely the, the Trump stop the count. Uh, there's going to be a Trump rally somewhere at a shopping place and and all about the vote re- results. So uh, we're going to you know it's going to be, oh, there's no doubt about it. Um, derailing though I would say my my fourth. Uh, there's a lot to come to mind. Uh, my wife makes an excellent turkey. Uh, that one's got to get an honorable mention. Um, and, and, you know, uh, we usually, it's not going to happen this year, but honorable mention, my brother, whenever we spend Thanksgiving with him, he always brings a board game. Uh, he plays some extravagant games. Settlers of Catan is one uh, that comes to mind where he plays these games with these crazy rules, and it's very intense. It used to be Risk. We have graduated to newer games. But I love my brother bringing in some crazy game, super nerdy game that I've never heard of because I love to learn the rules and then fuck everything up and just piss him off. Uh, It has become a pastime of mine. Uh, And so I'll miss out on that this year. But I do have to say that is my fourth. Since I'm not going to have that, I'm actually going to have a fifth one here. And that's I always finish off Thanksgiving with a a glass of scotch and a nice cigar with my dad. Um, Carry that tradition one day to William. Uh, but that'll be my last kind of uh,
1: tradition for the year on Mount Rushmore. Very nice. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
0: Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there uh, from your 10 and 1, uh,
1: four time champ, Grand Prix boss, And from your 1 and 10, one time champ, Tupac Kowokis. Okay, and now it's time for a week 12 preview. Chris, why don't you kick it off? Yes,
0: week 12 is here, the rivalry week uh, of all of them, all the rivalry weeks. We have two. The first one's over Labor Day, kickoff the season, but this one is the best one. Playoff implications on the line. And we start with our first matchup, uh, in, uh, the 10-1 Grand Poobahs, Uh Chris Snyder, me against best friend, uh, California resident Bryce, second year of the league, six and five to Tiger Kings currently projected to win by four in a win. would get them to that magic. Number seven, probably uh, in all likelihood of playoff. Burn.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with, um, this is a really tough one because Bryce's team, all of his players have really, really good matchups, um, in terms of the defenses they're playing. Um, he is only projected to win by four right now because you don't have a defense in, um, and also, I'm not sure that uh, Julio Jones will be super effective for you with that hammy condition he's got going on. Um, and you've got James Robinson going up against a stifling Cleveland run defense. I'm going to go with the Tiger Kings on this one. I think that they're going to secure their playoff berth here, and you have nothing to lose here. So it really doesn't matter for you. So I'm going with the Tiger Kings on this one, and I'm rooting for them. I really am rooting for Bryce this year.
0: And and I, you know, as much as I don't want it to come at my expense, I would love to see Bryce in the playoffs. The guy does uh, work hard and and, and wanted to be in this league for so long. Uh, Also, a revenge game for Todd Gurley. I traded him two weeks ago. He finally gets to lick his chops against me. Uh, I think it's a three touchdown game for Todd Gurley. Uh, I'm going to stop short of picking against myself, Uh, but going to be a tough one
1: well uh, we and bryce on. bryce does actually Sorry. have a, a winning record against you he dominates you um probably just as much as your wife one. does
0: two and one and my wife does dominate me it's great okay uh, <laughs> next matchup we have tyler davis the mean machine at four and seven against loz raiden at eight and three justin edwards uh, uh this one, matchup of Cousins, Tyler and Justin, they go way back uh, to the originals in the league. Justin's already locked up that playoff spot. Really, Tyler's going to need a win here uh, to keep his playoff hopes alive going into Week 13.
1: Yeah, and I honestly, I think that uh, Tyler actually gets the win here. Um, I don't believe in who Justin has in his lineup right now. He's got Wayne Gallman going up against Cincinnati. Um, Really shouldn't be running the ball a whole lot um, in that game. You've also got uh, Raheem Mostert. I guess he's banking on him coming back this week, but we'll see if they even play him because the 49ers have no shot of going to the playoffs. So I'm just not a believer in the Raiden lineup this week and for that simple fact and because uh, Tyler hates when I pick him, I'm going with Mean Machine.
0: There we go. Great pick. Uh, Next up, we've got... Uh, Coke can and the Shockers. Well, but actually, before we get to that one, let's get to this one: HMD versus the Tupac Wookies. Matt Davis versus Ryan Wookie. Not, and, and Ryan could probably uh, shine some light in why this is a rivalry uh, because it isn't in the traditional sense. So there must have been something that, that created a rivalry here. Both teams suck ass this year. Both teams made a trade this year. Uh, and Ryan specifically requested to the league office to play Matt in Robbery Week, week 12. Why is that, Ryan? Uh,
1: well, it's because Matt is not a man of his word. He's not. He has no coat of honor. Um, he made a handshake bet with me three seasons ago, um, and he never made do on his word. Um, I believe that a man is only as good as his word, which now looking at Matt's fantasy team he might just be as good as his fantasy team not that great so this week I'm gonna take myself over Matt in the toilet bowl toilet bowl preview um of course I'm gonna pick myself I'm gonna get my second win and uh actually that's weird because I'm going back on what I said earlier where Matt sneaks into the playoffs Matt beats me this week (laughs) and uh it's gonna piss me off
0: well, we, if there's one thing we can be sure of, it's Ryan being pissed off on a weekly basis. Next up, Coke uh, Can versus the Shockers. Two teams at five and six. Danny versus Forrest. Uh, a rivalry in the sense that I'd uh, pair them together. Uh, they do know each other. They went to college together. They're the same age. Uh, Danny versus Forrest. Loser is going to be sitting at five and seven. Winner is at six and six, controlling their own playoff destiny. Who? moves up the ladder
1: in closer to the playoffs this week this week i think that it's gonna be Ah, oh man this is tough i'm gonna go with danny getting the victory this week um really i just don't pay attention to either one of these teams because they are like the most mediocre of the mediocre teams in the league so i don't really know much about either team to say to say the least I'm just going to go with Danny on this one because he hasn't pissed me off as recently as Forrest has
0: fair enough uh, and we are going to move that to the speaking of teams that piss you off the game of the week it is the brothers Edwards going down in Dallas the Kraken at the Texas Gunslingers 6-5 and five versus 6-5 and five. The winner of this matchup will get to seven wins. will be all but locking in a playoff spot. And with this one, this is a head-to-head. They're going to be in the same house on Thursday through Sunday. Who's coming out of this? you got, you got a three-time champ versus the reigning champ, the Kraken, the Gunslingers. Here we go.
1: This right here is why I traded Alex to begin with. If there's going to be one team that I am going to take besides the Grand Poobahs, to go all the way, it's going to be the Kraken. And really, I'd like—I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the Kraken go into the Gunslinger's brand new home, fuck shit up, walk out. Are you admitting that out. you made a
0: trade in collusion with Alex? No, there's
1: no collusion there. I'm just saying the reason that me and Alex are able to trade is because we get along so well. We trade every single year. And it's easy because we have easy conversations, and he's not a dumbass like most people in the league. So, with that being said, I would like nothing else than... The Kraken to go into the brand new home of the Texas Gunslingers, fuck shit up, and leave. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And now it's time for the lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Please. And this week's lock of the week is going to be the Kraken over the Gunslingers. I'm going with Alex taking a, putting a beat down on his little brother this week. I, think that on, I don't think Jared breaks 100 points this week. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the Mortal Kombat Fantasy Football Podcast, The Fantasy Roast. We'll see you next week. Where we're going to have some major playoff implications on our hands. Everybody enjoy Thanksgiving. Uh, Ryan's a bitch. I am a bitch. I suck at fantasy football. And uh, we're out.